say uh since starting my new job i usually work evenings and an unattended consequence of this is i haven't had any alcohol in like two weeks and there's just something refreshing about sitting down with two of my favorite boys glass of bitchy red wine in hand as we just dissect another song fun with the boys yeah if only there was a place we could go that is strictly for young men well, Steve, it's funny you should say that. Why? Because today's episode is about... <laughs> Why? Why? Why is it funny I should say that? Maybe it could be a... Song we're dissecting today! Hit it! <laughs> young man, there's no need to feel down. I said, young man, pick yourself up. Oh, Wait, real, what show real is quick, this? Yeah, who are we and what are we doing? <laughs> uh, we are the Sontopsy Report, and we are <laughs> the place you go to dissect, dissect bad, bizarre, or noteworthy music. And uh, my name is Mr. Mike Russell. I'm Nick Brigadier, and it also occurred to me, much like the YMCA, there's many ways to have a good time on our show. And I'm... Definitely not a white guy pretending to be a Native American Steve Trollinger. Steve, you said that with the readiness of someone who's had to say that before. Listen, an acting gig is an acting gig, even if it's wildly inappropriate for you to be playing the part. Listen, Felipe Rose just likes to have a good time, Steve, right? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're has nothing to do with him. I said I said me, I said white guy. That was A I E me. I just realized, um, obviously as you can tell, we are discussing The Village People's Immortal Classic YMCA, and Mike will, as the primary researcher, will get into that. However, I will say, looking at a photo of The Village People in their prime, they're kind of dressed like most white girls at Coachella are dressed anyway. Wait a second, it's not pronounced Yumka? Oh, no, Steve, I'm so sorry. No. Oh. I've been, I've been saying it that way for years like an idiot. Why didn't anyone tell me? <laughs> the DJ That's... never played your requests every time you put it in. <laughs> they thought it was some Jewish hit song called Yamaka. They just didn't understand. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, oh, God. But, yes, yes, today we are discussing the YMCA by the Village People on the uh, Can't Stop the Music album. And it came out in the 70s, 1978. And it's funny, you should talk about the Native uh, American-dressed village person. Uh, He really uh, brought the idea to the creator behind this. So uh, the village people were formed in 1977, um, the brainchild of the French record producer Jacques Morali. Morale had enjoyed a lot of success on the disco charts already with the Ritchie family, and he was looking to create a campy rock and roll dance act uh, where he could kind of flaunt homosexual stereotypical fantasies. Uh, but, this was before uh, also- the Song Topsy Report then did that exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> where are my chaps? <laughs> 
No, honey, the assless ones. <laughs> uh, but uh, also with the with the big goal of um, appealing to both gays, but also like hoping it would catch on with the the mass the appeal as well. With the with the straight, you know, yeah. in, in hindsight, that never really occurred to me. I wonder if that was an interesting challenge because obviously, 1978 was a much more homophobic time than today even with all the problems that still exist today. But, like, was it truly difficult to create a crossover where, where both the gay community and would enjoy it and straight people would not care that it's obviously very, very flamboyantly gay? Nick, there's a certain thing, and I've, and I've learned this. I've learned this because I've, I've learned that a lot of stereotypes, <laughs> it's, not, it's not fair if you're just a young straight man trying to have a good time. <laughs> And then you realize uh, a lot of your things about yourself can be taken the wrong way, which is all going to come full circle a little bit as we get through this. But okay, so cannot wait for that little nugget just, to unpackage. <laughs> so all right, so Jacques Morali. So Morali, he had a business partner, Henry uh, Baleo, Baleo. Belolo, Belolo, uh, and they worked together and started forming this group. He actually already had a contract signed with Casablanca Records before he even had the group made, right? So Damn. He's, getting things, he's getting things in action. That's confidence. He's, there he's will be a great <laughs> band. I don't have anything yet, but it's coming. So in, a, in an article I read, it, it said he had actually seen... Uh, let me, yeah, Felipe Rose, the the Native American, uh, or the original, the Native American, uh, while he was out at a gay club, saw him going around, and then like a week later saw him again, and went up and talked to him and was like, "I I'm gonna get you in something when I get it all set up." That was a couple of years before he started forming it. Gets it formed, gets Felipe in there. Okay, now the village people is made up as as most of you may know. You got the Native American. And this is the original group because there's been over 23 village people that have come in and out of the village people uh, group. Literally, okay? an entire village's worth of village people. <laughs> they have yes. career, they, they, they came in with careers that just came and went. They had a postman village person. They had a independent contractor village person. Yeah, they, all the great all the great Ameri American career types: uh, construction worker, uh, army man, cowboy. Native American chief, I guess. I don't. I don't. I don't know. There's I don't know a, how. That, I don't know how biker. that career track works, but. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as well as the biker, and then the lead singer, and the vocalist, the police officer. Okay, and <clears throat> oh, so Alex. Not that it really matters, I guess. But Alexander Briley was the GI. Randy Jones was the cowboy. David Hodo was the hard hack construction worker. Glenn Hughes was the biker and the lead singer. And this guy, we'll get we'll get really into him. Uh, was um, Victor Willis? Oh man, I hope not. I'd hate to have my heart broken again. <laughs> so the lead singer. Victor Willis. I want to really dive into him a little bit before we get into... Because once we get into the song, we're going to be in the fun of the song. But Victor Willis was on the original The Wiz uh, on, uh, back in the day. 
Yes, for for uh, much younger listeners, The Wiz was a very bizarre '70s remake of The Wizard of Oz, essentially, only with more soul music. Steve, I'm sure you can let me know if that's an accurate representation. Yes, that's more or less what it's more or less what happened. Diana Ross played uh, Dorothy, even though she was in her, I want to say, 30s or 40s at the time. And what, like a 13 um, year old Michael Jackson was a scarecrow, I believe. Yeah, it was weird. Good music, though. Ease on down, ease on down, down the road. So the YMCA. Oh, so actually, when the, when the village people first got together, they they were coming out with their mega hits that were first coming out. We had the Macho Man. We had YMCA. And we had um, In the Navy. Yep. In the Navy. And they were... They were Gaining a lot of popularity really fast. I'm looking for what their number ones were here. Okay, yeah. They were in number one with the YMCA. They hit peak position in Australia, Austria, Belgium, Canada, Finland, France, Ireland, Italy. I mean, just worldwide here. Netherlands, New Zealand, Sweden. They did not make it. The YMCA was not number one in the U.S., though. It was number two. I was gonna say, I feel like they get unfairly written off as a like a one-hit wonder type of group, even though they have multiple. Like they may not have that might not even be accurate based on what you're saying that it wasn't even number one. But like they they have songs that are they have multiple songs that are part of the popular consciousness that like I would never call them a one-hit wonder. But the, it definitely is like oh, village people they only had YMCA, and then if someone plays like in the Navy, they're like oh. Right, they did this song too. Like they, <laughs> and then they Macho just, Man. I, yeah, yeah. I just feel like they all these other, the non YMCA songs people forget about until they're played, and then people remember. Oh, right, they had a lot more songs than just that. <laughs> and Mike, going over all their global stats, like you really get me thinking. Man, what would it be like to be in Helsinki, Finland, circa 1978, when YMCA is the most popular song? Like, what is that like? to be in a country where they don't even have a YMCA. Do you have a YMCA? <laughs> Finnish listeners, well, let us know. Song I was gonna say, gmail.com. I was going to say, based on the location you decided to choose for that particular scenario, I would assume that the primary emotion is ABBA feeling betrayed. That, by, yes. <laughs> yes. That, ha- they're, that they've been, they have been, uh, dis, dis, that they have been thrown off their high perch on the disco charts by this, these upstart Americans. But I digress, Mike. So only went to yeah. number two in the U.S. <clears throat> uh, oh, you know, and I, don't even quote me on the number two. I can just tell you it definitely didn't hit number one. But yes, no, looks, I, I believe I heard that same. It, lo- it looks like Mike, number two, though. Yeah, number two. It was number Mike, two. Safe to say, I never quote you on anything. I don't know how I feel of. Actually, that's good, Steve. Don't ever quote me. Oh, Mike, I have a. <laughs> oh, hundred percent, Mike. Hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> Mike, I still have a notes app on my phone of direct quotes you have said, specifically so I can oh. quote you later. Oh, no. <laughs> Nick, like, what are wait, you doing with that? Wait, I think I'm, we can take a brief trip down memory lane. I need to hear a few of these before okay, we get going. Okay, you know going. what? I'm going to just do one or two. I, wanna, I don't want I don't want to spoil them. Um, but, uh, did, Mike, direct quote you said at one point, uh, sometimes you got to kiss a dude to make out with a chick. <laughs> I think that's appropriate during this song anyway. But and, and then and then on a similar note, you said once, "Oh, you can still make out with a girl with a knee injury." <laughs> I I now want to start. 
a separate Twitter account that's just called uh, Contextless Mike Russell. <laughs> oh, you can still make out with a girl with a knee injury. It's not. Tell me I'm wrong, Nick. No, no. Listen, there's wisdom in all of these. Don't get me wrong. And as far as, and I hate, and I can vouch for the first one. Sometimes you do got to kiss a dude if you want to make out with a girl. It's just, I learned that American Pie too, and in real life. Okay. <laughs> in any case, let's yes. get back to these. Speaking these of kissing men, men let's get back to the village people. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <clears throat> so things were going real well, but then, as we all know. Disco the 70s was, ended. The 70s ended. The 80s showed up. And disco was about to be hit with an imminent downfall. And during this time, they were about to they were they were about to start filming their movie, Can't Stop the Music. Okay. Two days before filming starts, their lead singer, the police officer, Mr. Victor Willis. Quits the band. So they had to replace him. Oh, damn. And I believe, and I, I just want to make sure I got this right, because his his replacement... Was a much sure more militarized way. cop who just started beating protesters indiscriminately. <laughs> also, I don't know. You might be about to tell us what the, what the, the movie was maybe going to be about, Mike, but I really want it to be like the Muppet movie where... Like, one of them gets the idea to form a band, and then they travel the country picking up random strangers in, uh, like, yes. a like a construction site <laughs> or a reservation or a ranch. And, like, like we go to Hollywood. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> yo. Oh. Steve, 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 Steve. Well, let me tell you. Uh, the plot is songwriter Jack Morrell... <laughs> Reference to the village people's creator, Jacques Morali, gets a break DJing, uh, <laughs> and he wants to really start taking his music to the next level, uh, but he doesn't have the adequate vocals, so uh, he meets this lady, and she starts helping him out, and she recruits her neighbor, uh, and... Recruits neighbor and saddle tramps waiter, Go-Go Boy, Felipe Rose... <laughs> And a fellow I don't know what any of that David Scarhoto, the construction worker who daydreams of stardom. <laughs> and then they find Randy Jones on the streets of Greenwich Village, uh, offering him some dinner for. <laughs> uh, what? Oh, he gets dinner for his uh, participation. <laughs> New Mike, York in the seventies was a rough place, guys. Mike, everything you said sounded like someone at a pitch meeting who had no idea that he was supposed to be presenting and was just making it all up on the spot. Oh, shit, that was today? Um, uh, yeah, I got it, I got it. Here, shuffles papers that have nothing on them. Oh, yeah, I got it right here, um, hands quivering with the blank pages in front of him. So I go to, uh, my character goes to dinner with the other character, and then they find a homeless guy, and then... It's like a second grader's book report. Yep. And then Johnny Tremaine gets his hand blown off, and then... Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to say, your hopes that it's got that that Muppet movie uh, feel to it? That's kind of true, yeah. It has it. 
They, they, they moving they, they, right they, along they, to the YMCA. <laughs> so the replacement was Ray Simpson for this, and you can hear the difference. I, I've actually, and I, I'm kind of torn between which music video I want to use for today because uh, there's there's an original music video and then there's the music video from the movie. But um, <laughs> but we're seeing like, the original, right? That's the one we're I looking think it's, at. I think the link I sent you is the original. Yeah, yeah. 1978. Yeah. But oh, let me tell you. But, Fun fact about the <laughs> the movie, it's one of the few PG-rated movies that has full frontal male nudity. Ah, the good old days. <laughs> when when you could watch like the newest Pixar movie and then the exact same rated movie will just show a dick flopping on the screen. <laughs> I mean, Labyrinth. I want to see I mean, Woody's dick. I mean, Woody's guys, Woody. Lab, Labyrinth was rated G, and you could see David Bowie's penis no, the Lab, whole time. Labyrinth was PG. Was not. Oh, all right. Well, then you've also made my point for me, regardless. Howard that, the Duck was also PG, and that guy had duck condoms and a uh, jumping duck, on cigars and, there, and swearing all that. And there were duck boobs, like a two duck minutes boobs. in. A woo. <laughs> yes. In any case. Let's get back to this. So, guys, and we can dig into Victor maybe as we... In uh, conclusion. <laughs> Actually, we can... T Let's just say Victor Willis had all the time. So he quits. They start filming. And he misses out on everything. Because, yeah, they were downtrodden for a little bit. But then they came back in the 90s. They got dedicated by, they got like a dedication by U2. They got a star on the Hollywood uh, Walk of Fame. The he 90s was a very popular the, 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 the crowd. The 90s was a very popular time to bring back things for the 70s. <laughs> no, all, yeah. nost all nostalgia's 20 years in the past. So in the 90s, the 70s was nostalgic. Like we're, we were nostalgic for the 80s for the past couple of years. And now 90s is creeping up. It's always 20 years. That's what I've learned. <laughs> Actually, we'd be in the aughts now, fellas. Damn, no, you're right. You're right. It's going to be early. To, I mean, and you know what? Britney's back. Like, I'm going to go play the anthem yeah. on my on my CD player. You know what? If I was a betting man, which I will be, uh, I'd say figure out what's popular right now. And in 20 years, reinvest in it because it's coming back. That's it. People love nostalgia. And when they it. get to become adults, they bring it back. That's Got it. it. Reinv reinvest in public ignorance. Got it. Will yes, do. Yes, Steve. Now USA. USA. <laughs> okay. Uh, guys, I think we've we've dabbled enough here. We know what's going on. Now, let's learn about the YMCA. Let's let's get into it. A dissection is imperative. Mike, what does YMCA stand for for everybody who has still never heard of what a YMCA is? <laughs> it's for the 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 Youth Men's Catholic Association, right? Uh, you tell me it's your episode. I <laughs> I'm almost positive. Uh, yeah, because the history of the Y. So the whole thing with the YMCA was, and the, I was I was gonna get into this as we got into the song, but. He talks about it's a place you can go, you can sh you, know, you can uh, w work out, you can stay there, you can eat there. It it was you can a place have a good that time. Offered, pretty much, you can have a good time. Well, and that's where. Okay, 
Also, specifically, gonna... Young Men's Christian Association. Just to... yes, it's this, a... yes, Young Men's Christian Association, and I just looked it up just randomly. The very first thing I saw was, from its inception, it grew rapidly and ultimately became a worldwide movement founded on the principles of muscular Christianity, which I have <laughs> never in my life heard of. Muscular Christianity. <laughs> oh, God, you gotta love a strong Catholic. <laughs> Or, or a Christian. Oh, I called it the Catholics Association just because I want, like, you know, I hate that they're different. What's the, you know, see, what's the difference between Catholics and Christians anyway? This is not an Are You Telling Me episode. We can't get into that. <laughs> well, you see, Mike, in 1232, the Roman no, Catholic Church. I want to hear the song. <laughs> hear the song. Hear the All song. Right. All right, Nick, let's, let's hear about the YMCA. Kick it off. Young man, there's no need to feel down. I said, young man, pick yourself off the ground. I said, young man, because you're in a new town, there's no need to be unhappy. It's a nice concept. I, I, You know, the idea that, like, hey, there's this place, and if you're, like, down on your luck, like, you just got evicted, or you have, like, a... You know, uh, you just or like you just got to town. You you don't know where you're going to stay while you're trying to find a place. Uh, it's nice to know that there would be somewhere for people to go. I've never actually researched though what you needed to do in order to stay at a YMCA. Like you just walk in and go, "Hey, do you got any space for me?" And they do, and they put you in like a hostel or something. Well, I don't know. They've been around since like the 1880s. You know, like the YMCA. So like a lot of immigrants would be able to come in, and you could stay there for like. Well, this must have been pretty expensive, though. I don't know, but like a hundred bucks a week, which, like nowadays, doesn't sound too bad. But that wildly depends on what time period it cost a hundred dollars a <laughs> yeah. week. Oh, In like the seventies, that would have been probably not maybe, too bad. Maybe I got my time frame mixed up, but back in my day, you could stay at the YMCA for a week for a nickel. <laughs> oh God, no, I don't. I need to know. Oh, well, yeah, it was fine. It was founded in 1840. The YMCA was founded in 1844 by Sir George Williams in London. Right? Damn. Predates the goddamn American Civil War. <laughs> that's how you got to say this. That's how you got to talk about the Civil War. You got to preface it with the goddamn Civil War. Now, guys, have you ever have you ever been to the YMCA? Not in a while, but I used to go quite regularly up until I would say fifth or sixth grade. There was one to practice muscular Christianity. No, because I remember the last time I went. I think actually no, the last time I went was when I was in Boy Scouts and we did an overnight there, um, which was cool. Like you could you know swim at the pool. We could like play dodgeball and stuff. But mostly, I remember we did a Halo Two LAN party where we hooked a whole bunch of the TVs up in, like, the common area and played Halo 2 until, like, 5 in the morning. Oh. Well, I haven't heard of a better example of muscular Christianity in my life, and I've only known it's existed for two minutes. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, my God. Guys, wait. St Steve, so you 
You didn't go to the YMCA? No, I've never been to a YMCA. You've never been to a YMCA? Guys, my dad had a family membership to the YMCA. So I was over there all the time as a kid until I, I mean, I pretty much stopped going when I had to get my own membership because it was too expensive. But I was no longer a young man. They wouldn't let me in. (laughs) I learned how to swim at the YMCA because they have a pool. Yeah. I, that's where I learned how to swim. That's where I played racquetball for the first time. It's where I lifted weights for the first time. I like it's where I played basketball. And I mean, I was well. I guess I played basketball. I was so horrible at basketball, but I loved to play. But you're it. so tall. Uh yeah, but it was. You know what? I had a lot of hustle, but the as my coach told me when I didn't make varsity, Mike, if this team had, if this whole team had the kind of hustle you got. We'd be winning championships, but boy, you just don't got the talent. (laughs) (laughs) That is the Uh, nicest and meanest thing he possibly could have said. I was was about to say, Nick, why are you laughing at that, you jackass? (laughs) Because that's fucking hilarious. When when adults no longer care about like sugarcoating what they think about children, I find that always so funny. (laughs) I was in that coach's basketball camp from fifth grade till 12th grade. Ah, <laughs> uh, you think I will learn something? All right, it doesn't matter. In any case, but the YMCA. Sounds like it was a failure of his training methods. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Always blame the kid. Mike, continue. So, but just saying, the Y was great. And it was, but I was a little confused by the song because our YMCA didn't have a kitchen. That was serving up food. But that was the thing. And there was no place like it wasn't like a, a hostel, which it seems like it was in some of the larger YMCAs in the bigger cities. Gotcha. But that's what as people would migrate over to America, they could stay there as they were figuring stuff out. But then it largely became uh, more and more, I guess, like people who were homeless started living there. And I mean, I know so there's just, there, there's still a little bit of that because truly, if you need a place to stay and a place to like shower, like the YMCA, as far as I know, currently is still someplace you could do that. Um, but also, it's interesting you mention like bigger cities like New York because um, I believe the Village People, uh, their name is based on Greenwich Village here yeah, in New York City. Yeah, that it is. That it is. Next, absolutely. A, a known for being a very uh, gay neighborhood, especially circa. Circa this time period when the song came out. <laughs> Let's get back into it. When you're short on your dough, you can stay there. And I'm sure you will find many ways to have a good time. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. They have ever. So, now, so you guys, I mean, well, not Steve, but Nick, I saw you, uh, and I wish I was recording right now, because you have the dance down packed. Now, and one thing you'll notice, though, can you rewind that and and do the chorus one more time? Yep. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. Oh, uh, Wait, so Mike, did you, nah. Mike, hang on. Are you telling me that they didn't have that famous dance down originally and that came later? Nick 
That is exactly what I'm telling you. Yes, I okay, win the prize. Right. What's the you prize? You both owe me two dollars. <laughs> Why? MCA. Both of those were cop. Both of those statements were copyrighted. Whatever. No, my, I want. So this is. I'm very interested because obviously the da- babies now throughout the world are no born knowing how to do the YMCA dance. So if that didn't, was that like an organic movement that came later? So check this out. So what's believed to have happened was a mix, Nick. I said so. I if you. On Dick Clark's American Bandstand, yes, he had the Village People on. And what was happening is, and just for the viewers at home to understand, when you watch the music video of the Village People doing the YMCA, when they get to the Y, they put their hands up, and then they clap over their heads, and then they start dancing regularly. They go back but to do a different dance But they're not mode. spelling it out. They do not spell it out. Nick, would you play the tape? From Dick Clark's American Bandstand. All right, so this is so he got a much younger Dick Clark. I only remember him counting down the New Year's Eve ball thing, but uh, he looks like he's talking with the village people. So we'll go from there. And you turn him up there. I want to talk to you later on the show, but I want this audience to work for you. Can you recue that, Barry, and let me see the audience do their thing? All right, now wait a minute. You ready? All right, now wait. Get ready for your part. Here you go. There they go. Okay. Okay. A cultural movement born of the people, by the people, and from the people. So, for the listeners, uh, it's the Dick Clark Show. By the young men, for the young men. With the young man. So, Mike, once again, <laughs> I I owe Steve two dollars. But Mike, are you telling me that it was the audience on Dick Clark's show, circa what nineteen seventy nine, that came up with the iconic YMCA dance and p- gave that to the village people? Essentially, keep playing, Nick. All right, <laughs> gentlemen, that's your cue. You think you can work work that into your routine? I think we're gonna have to. Ladies and gentlemen, one more time. Village people! <gasps> can you I work that into your routine? I think we're gonna have to. Nick, you tell me a time you've done the YMCA, watched the YMCA, and people are not spelling out YMC and A. It doesn't happen, Mike, because you got to. Every American Americans know that they don't have to technically stand for the pledge of allegiance, but they know they have to spell out YMCA every time that song comes on. You know what? I love that. You know what? Because it was truly it, it it was it was the village people coming up with that song, but then the people coming up with the dance and combined they created the iconic movement. The iconic The people. Yes, for you. What? The people. That is what is so incredible about this song in itself. And as we listen more to the lyrics, there has been discussions about, oh, the YMCA was a was a place for for men to, you know, 
hook up with other men and like because they didn't care who you were taking to your room and nobody was up in your business about it and you were just doing your thing. But it's also it's a place where a lot of straight people go to work out and and hang out and have fun. Yeah. Right? It it's meant for everybody. So eventually women. So well yeah, okay. <laughs> Touche. And, and and I actually I actually looked at it. Eventually women and uh Buddhists. There was a YMBA, apparently. Wait, what? YMBA? I, I don't know. I think that's too big of a can of worms to open. But wait, why do Buddhists need their own specific... What? Well, because it's a young, it's the young men's Christian uh, whatever it is. Um, I mean, I, I, by the time I was going to a YMCA, it was completely disassociated from anything specifically Christian. I felt like that was more of just like its foundational, like mission statement and then it just became a place where it's like oh you can play basketball and swim and yeah when you've I was- got the you've got the young women's christian association the young men's hebrew association and the young men's buddhist association huh well now we need four different versions of the song all right uh i digress though let's let's hear more of the goddamn village people they have Sounds pretty good. Also, I gotta say, um, the music video maybe I've seen once or twice before, but it truly feels like they didn't get permits or anything. They just set up shop filming in the middle Nick, of New York City streets in 1978, i.e. Nick, the most terrifying you, time to be a New Yorker. Nick, Nick, you sweet, sweet fool. They like they needed to get permits to do things in New York in 1978. That's fair. That was just like uh, you know beyond Thunderdome time. In like New York somebody City. somebody's watching them like guerrilla style film this music video and went, well, at least it's not a gang war. The best example I can give is that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's first movie he did was called Hercules in New York. It was a terrible movie, but there's one point where they filmed Arnold Schwarzenegger in a chariot racing around uh, Central Park and, like, tearing it up. And they didn't get permits. They literally just got a horse and chariot in the middle of goddamn Central Park and just filmed there because nobody gave a shit. That's how rough New York City was. Thanks, Giuliani. (laughs) No porn on 8th Ave. No more chariot races up and down Central Park. Bullshit. But no... it sounds appealing when the village people sell it to me. I want to hang out with other boys. Now, it's funny you brought up the legality of it all, though, right? Because the YMCA was uh, an institution. You know, I mean, it yes. was a or it was a it was a business, um, and they did at first. Oh, and I'm looking for this article I had, but they 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 did come at the village people for saying about their song. I was going to say, like, was there any communication with the actual YMCA prior to the song? Did the village people just make this song and say the actual, what the YMCA actually thinks of it be damned? What was that? I'm sorry? Basically, did the YMCA actually have any involvement in the song prior to the village people releasing it? Or the village people just went for it? They just went for it. What? So what happened was, uh, so... So Willis, Victor Willis, as well as the singer, was uh, he 
helped write the lyrics with uh, with Morale. Okay. And actually, he just got through a big legal case because Morale had funded the creation of the village people with Benola. Okay? Okay. Benola was saying that he had written the lyrics... And I'm going to guess Morale must be dead or something. I, I, actually, don't quote me on that. Don't quote He's a long-time because, listener. Never be, do. <laughs> it's because um, Willis was not getting his recognition for essentially being the, the what made the village people the village people. But he was behind the lyrics. He was the lead singer. He was... It, it was his idea. There was... Um, so when they were walking down the street, um, Jax had walked by a YMCA. This is a quote. Uh, Jax had walked by a YMCA in New York City and asked me, this is from Victor Willis, what YMCA meant because he was from France. Mm-hmm. I explained to him that it was an acronym for Young Men's Christian Association. And I told him that when I was a teenager growing up in an urban area of San Francisco, my friends and I would go to the Y and play basketball, work out, then take a shower and have something to eat and then come home. That's Victor Willis's reference. That's what he's talking about when he's from his perspective of the song. Yeah. All right. And he didn't expect it. He says he never expected it would have uh, transformed into a disco hit. But lo and behold, it did. So when it was gaining popularity, I th- the YMCA at first was like, what's going on here? But then as, as soon as they recognized what was happening and how popular it was and the meaning behind it of that it meant a lot of different things to a lot of different people, they embraced that. Which is great to hear because on the one hand, it seems entirely, this is such a glowing endorsement of the YMCA. However, uh, being founded as a uh, Christian organization, the also subtle innuendos about just hanging out with a bunch of boys, I don't know if that was lost on them or if they appreciated that, but I'm glad that they found it in their hearts either way to just embrace it. Also, if they were going to get sued inevitably, it's a good thing they didn't go with the first draft of the song, which was, it's fun to visit the magic kingdom. Uh, Disney, please don't sue us, oh God, I said Disney. You can buy all the toys. All right. <laughs> you can buy all the toys. You can use Disney bucks. It's a much more... Cravenly capitalistic version of this song. Well, boys, we're either going to get sued to the ends of the earth, or we're going to get free tickets at Disney World. Disney, Disney. You know that's a good question. I wonder if these guys got um, lifelong memberships to the YMCA. It's the least they deserve. Apparently, they're expensive. Are you? But I'm t- are you kidding me? Though? If the village people watch that, be like, yeah, go on in, guys. I'll scan you in. Yeah, could you imagine? <laughs> Sorry, Mister Hardhat, you you can't come in without a membership. That's just bad press. I can see the New York Post headlines the next day. YMCA kicks out village people. Turns out it's not fun to stay at the YMCA. (laughs) Yeah, I was trying to think of a fun New York Post, shitty New York Post headline, but I couldn't in the moment. YMC ya later for founding (laughs) member of the village people. (laughs) Ah, There you go. Come on, New York Uh, Post. Give me a fucking job. Let's let's Uh, get back into all the fun people are having. 
Clearly. at this magical place. The more I now that I actually like listen closely to the lyrics, this is almost like a borderline communist anthem. It's truly the the, the whole driving what? philosophy. You can't do it by yourself. You need to put your pride on the shelf and go someplace where you can get food and shelter. Nick, don't ruin this song for Mike, please. Oh he has, my he god, has so that's few not things. what it means. That's not what it means. Yeah, it's about socialism. Ah, oh yeah, socialist. Mike's eyes have turned red, white, and blue. Young man, are you listening to me? I said, young man, what do you want to be? I said, young man, you can make real your dreams, but you've got to know this one thing. So imagine whoever it is, whether it's someone who is starting a new life in a new country, whether it's someone who is just at home doing the same thing every day and they just they they are just uh they can't break out of it and it's like you got dreams you want to do them you need if they're not happening you you need to a change you need help you need to go someplace and there's a place that you can go where you can play a halo 2 land party (laughs) if you're if you could go somewhere and have a decent meal, get showered up, get cleaned up. I mean, imagine this. Imagine if, like, if you didn't have running water or you had a job interview and you hadn't taken a shower in a week, you didn't have a shower. Like, this was a place you could go, throw down a little money, stay there for a week, clean yourself up, and try to try to start making something of yourself. Yeah. Without... All the commitment you'd have to give or all the, like, it was a place that provided a lot of basic needs yes. for it. Yes, Now, I hear what you're saying, Mike, but I still hear, you are in the proletariat. <sighs> bam, 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 bam. It's fun to crush the cat. But let's <laughs> pick. Mike, Mike, to your, to your actual, if I'm being fair, like, I feel like, I don't know the the idea of not nobody's a self made person like everyone needs help at some point like I feel like that has entrenched I feel like uh, I don't know like the whole self made person is tied to capitalism even if it technically doesn't have anything to do with capitalism and the idea of relying on knowing that you need some support network is tied to socialism and I realize that's not a hundred percent fair but all it's of- both it's yes, both yes. that's what Paul. But- it, it, when you mandate it, it becomes shittier. You know what I mean? Like the this organization is probably was able to exist at first because of the donations into like the into Christianity, where they could open up a facility. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> Young Men's Christian Association certainly mandated absolutely nothing <laughs> to their membership. <laughs> Absolutely no mandates whatsoever about who can stay at the Young Men's <laughs> Christian Association. 
No mandates whatsoever. Steve, it was more. It was more of a young mandate. <laughs> uh, and a young mandate can also occur at the YMCA. <laughs> yes, and it did frequently. <laughs> I just, I really like the message here. No, but even with, like you said, no man does it all by himself. Young man, put your pride on the shelf. Just go there to the YMCA. I'm sure they can help you today. And to be honest, like New York City in the late 70s, like having any safe place to do what the village people were describing, honest to God, is probably actually like it's it truly was a service. It had a lot of different ways to get serviced, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Blowjobs. You can get them all there. I said blowjobs. Oh, no. Nick. You don't have to have a good time. Bam, 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 bam. What? Bam. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Just get back in this. I can't <laughs> handle you two right now. I don't, <laughs> you don't have to. It's all, it's all good time, Steve. Not if you don't want it to be. Ooh. Like this guy on the screen right now. I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to have a good time. His definition of good time is radically different from my definition of good time. Steve, your, de oh. Steve, your definition of a good time is warm milk at 7 p.m. before bed. Mm, that sounds pretty good right about now, actually. <laughs> but yes, Mike, we'll get back into it. Yeah, truly, it's weird to watch the official music video not include the dance. It's very interesting. I'm glad. Thank you, Mike, for that historical context. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. If I had known the song was actually four minutes long, I wouldn't have talked as much as I have. <laughs> well, I mean, about, about three and a half minutes is just the chorus repeated. <laughs> it is weird not seeing it, right? Yes, because it's just intrinsically linked in my subconscious about how the song should be perceived. And yet it wasn't a thing uh, when the music video came out. Uh, but I, I, I skipped ahead a little bit if you, if you want to get to the yeah, next verse. Yeah, go ahead, man. I mean, I don't, I'm trying to see how different the lyrics actually get here. Um, you can do whatever you feel. Young man, I was once in your shoes. I said I was down and out with the blues. I felt no man cared if I were alive. That feels like it's cut and cut. And you know what? We know that's true based on what you said um, as a young man growing up in San Francisco that he went to the YMCA. Yeah. Young man, I was once in your shoes. I said I was down and out with the blues. I felt no man cared if I were alive. I felt the whole world was so tight. Guys. Wait, tight? Is that what he said? I thought he said jive. I thought it said... He, he said something about jive. I felt the whole world was so... I felt no man cared if I were alive. I felt the whole world was what, so jive? I thought he I thought he said jive, but that might just be me being like, oh, it's the 70s. Surely somebody has said the word jive hey, by now. Ooh, the, we got two different versions of that. I think uh, he said jive. Uh, Google the, lyrics says tight. Uh, Genius lyrics, which we've usually relied on, says jive. Oh, let's see. Jive has many meanings. Well, go back. Let's listen. 
You jive, can go jive back. Jive makes more sense it because does. it rhymes with alive. Yeah. Official song. Jive. Official song. Topsy verdict. Jive. Jive. Is jive. Let's call it jive. Okay. We're the but first person is... to actually pay attention to the verses and not the <laughs> chorus in the <this> song. <laughs> I knew I wasn't a turkey. Okay, Steve. Now, now this is... You gotta think... I mean, okay, there's there's a lot of ways to look at this, but, like, from one perspective. Uh, so, I was once in your shoes. I said I was down and out in the blues. felt no man cared if I were alive. I felt the whole world was so jive. It's in these moments of life where it's important to start taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And a great way to do that is through physical exercise. Because you burn And off prostate exams. <laughs> which you can get at the YMCA. Well, I mean, not official ones, but someone will stick a finger in your butt. <laughs> Oh, guys, <laughs> guys, that is only part of what the YMCA <laughs> is about. <laughs> it is an important part, but only a small part of the veritable cornucopia of benefits that the YMCA can offer you. When you're feeling down and blue. <laughs> when certain parts of you are blue, you can come down. To the YMCA. Work that right out of there for you. Work. Yes. <laughs> See, when I was a kid going to the YMCA, ball play meant like playing dodgeball. But, you know, there's different meanings at different times. Whatever. You know what? At the end of the day, Nick, whatever ball play you're playing, you get, you get the, the cardiovascular exercise you need. And that in itself is needed right now. Because when you are cooped up and you are not engaging in some sort of exercise. Yes, let's, let's say a pandemic, so to speak. Whether you're swimming, playing basketball, lifting weights, or fucking dudes, somewhere or another, you got you to gotta get things pumping. That's true, yes. Because then you can think clearly. You can really start seeing things. And you can get back on your way to making dreams come true. That's it. So, yeah, Mike, I'm, I'm almost being 100% honest. When you say this song has so many, when you said the YMCA realized that this song had so many meanings to so many different people, I feel like this is exactly what they were thinking of. You can get so much out of the YMCA, truly, all ages, genders, any spectrum of person you are, the YMCA offers services that will make you a better person. It turned everyone into a cheer squad. They're going to say a homosexual. <laughs> you know what? You know what, Nick? Yes. When I learned the YMCA dance, the full version of it, boy, oh boy, did I love doing it, man. I thought, oh God, I just just to express oneself through dance. Ah, to, who cares how flamboyant it is? Just let it go, baby. Hell yes. And Nick, the problem with the and acting stereotypical behavior that may not be who you are. It's people can get the wrong idea. But that's okay. You know what? You just got to be honest to yourself, right? 
Mike, if anything, you were on the cutting edge of destigmatize. Like, who, who says certain activity is gay or straight? Why can't you, Mike, as a red-blooded heterosexual man, enjoy doing the most flamboyant dancing you want to? If that's what makes you happy. That's what I'm saying, Nick. And you know what else? I'll tell you something. My third grade teacher, Mrs. Patterson. And Mrs. Patterson, if you're a listener of the Long Song Top Report, don't worry, I forgive you. We had <laughs> we had our, um, a conversation at school. It was, what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> and I exclaimed, I want to work at I want to work at the YMCA. <laughs> Class got a big hoot out of that. My teacher was horrified, and what did she do? She sent me aside, and I had to, like, I got detention. Why did I get detention for wanting to work at the YMCA, Nick? I, I honestly cannot imagine. True. Mike, this, this story feels like it's missing a very crucial chunk that you're not telling us where, like, you threw a, you chucked a book at the back of her head. <laughs> For for like saying something about it. I didn't think that was relevant it. to the story, though. <laughs> like I don't know why she put me in detention. Cut to like Family Guy. Cut back to the scene in question where he just misses with a wide swinging book to the back of her head. Just <laughs> yeah. hits the chalkboard. <laughs> well, Mike, it's big of you to forgive her because that was kind of a dick move on her part. Why can't you support my life decisions, Mrs. Patterson? <laughs> Yeah, and so so she shows what she knows. Look where I am, the regional director of the Young Men's Christian Association. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in any case, let's uh, let's learn some more. Yeah, let's wrap up the last bit of new lyrics. So tired that's when someone came up to me and said, "Young man, take a walk up the street." I don't know who this person was that told him that, but it definitely wasn't Mrs. Patterson. No. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say if they if they were really if they were really brave, it would have been Jesus. That's the only person missing from the village people. Where is Jesus? I don't think 1978 was ready for a flamboyantly gay Jesus. <laughs> Although he wasn't married, you know who's to say? I'm saying it's the Young Men's Christian Association. So. And he was Jewish, so. And he was Jew. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, sorry, Jesus. No, <laughs> Jesus wasn't allowed in the YMCA because he wasn't a Christian. He had to go to the YMHA, <laughs> the Young Men's Hebrew Association. That's where he was. That's why they didn't run into him. Yes. It must have been St. Paul. Deep cut, Steve. Deep cut. So wait, the YMHA. Yeah, you can still dance that pretty easy, right? The B I mean, one it's was fun, tough. The Buddha it's fun one. To you stay had to like, throw a leg up It's there. fun to stay at the YMHA. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think if you're allowed to say that, Steve. You can cut that if you want. <laughs> nope. Guys, I, I now looking back on the episode, I don't know that we can release this one. We might have just been making fun of gay people and Jews the entire time. <laughs> And Buddhists, now that I remember. <laughs> yeah, they got thrown into the mix, too. Hey, Buddha's got a good sense of humor. I know that. He's I, always laughing. He's, he's, a, he's a laughing Buddha. Or he's maybe good that's just for, a place I did stand-up one time. <laughs> he's good for a belly laugh or two. Oh, my God. Sorry, that was a... I, I remember you performing stand-up at the Laughing Buddha. Uh, hope that place survived COVID. I'll have to 
look that up. Anyway, uh, yeah, so once again, ending on a more on a triumphant note of the YMCA being a beacon of hope. And then I believe at this point, it's truly just the chorus repeated <clears throat> for the last minute and 10 seconds. Because they know when they got a good chorus, you got to drive uh, them to the ground. Yeah. So, well, listen, just to give you guys a little idea of what happened, the village people today are still around. But they're in a town. So back in 2017, Victor Willis. Okay. I gotta get into Victor Willis again. I've been talking about this guy a lot, but here's what happened. So, like I was saying, when things were going real well for the village people, things were not going so well for Mr. Victor Willis. He divorced his wife, Felicia Ayers Allen, who soon went on to stardom in the Cosby show. He faced drugs and weapons charges and battled substance abuse, and he he wound up in the Betty Ford Center in 2006. And things got so bad, he was featured on America's Most Wanted. Holy and was shit. was in the headlines with such headlines as convicted village people's cop on the run from the real police. Not the band, the police. The Now, here's the thing. Will's never stopped writing. He never stops singing. Uh, and he was always ready for the day he would return. And so in 2017, Victor Willis won a, this lawsuit he had been in for 10 years. And now he had quit the band for 40 or whatever, but or what, what is it? 30. 30? Over the, a little over 40. 30, yeah. It had been yeah, a yeah. while, but... But the last 10 years, he uh, he got into this, um, it must have been, I wonder if it was after he sobered up. He got into uh, the lawsuit with uh, Benolo because he wanted ownership rights over the village people. So, and his and now he couldn't reveal all the details of it, but in the long-running federal lawsuit, which he won, he was awarded a share of the group's lucrative songwriting copyrights and eventually his claim to the village people's name. He has rejoined. He says, I got back something that belonged to me. The victory sparked talk that he might... Uh... Hold on. Oh, get the original, guys. He's not so concerned with that. Because he goes... Because so many people have interchanged the different roles. He himself actually did go back at one point before he has regained his title as, uh, you know, the lead center front man, the cop. He also played, um, oh, shit. Hold on. I want to get this right. I he, he came back as one of the backup guys. He, he did play the naval officer a little bit, too. Okay. Funny enough, uh, fun fact, as I said, he divorced. He was actually, he was a straight man. who was the lead center of the, of the village people. And the YMCA in March of 2020 was inducted by the Library of Congress into uh, what's their thing there, Steve? The records of uh, forever into the Library of Congress. Yes, just, oh, it's just the Library of Congress. Anything that's like culturally significant. But what do they? But they call. Hold on, they call the National Recording Registry. Yes, thank you. Yes. So they just got inducted. They recognize that the sauna was so culturally like influential. Like everybody knew the dance. 
Everybody knows the song. Guinness Book of World Records had, what, 40,000 attendees at one point doing it. It's... <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong. It is influential. So... So kind of a happy ending for uh, Victor Willis. He he came back in the band right before they got inducted. That's got to be he, Yeah, nice. he comes back. A few years later, they get inducted, and they are still going on. They're still on tour. Although, I'm telling you what. I, what? Mike, I only say this because I know things turned out well for Victor Willis. But I will say, when he was on the run... Did it occur, like, when he was on the run and on America's Most Wanted, was he looking for, like, maybe a place to stay for, like, a little while where he could maybe get a meal (laughs) while he was hiding from the police? And, like, I don't know. Like, a place that was fun to stay. Oh, man. It's a good thing somebody picked all this low-hanging fruit. I almost hit my head. (laughs) I'm just saying, if they were looking for when America's Most Wanted, why didn't they check every goddamn YMCA in America? There he is! There he is! We got him! (laughs) (laughs) The search is over! Oh. But I'm. God, they got great rooms here. I know, right? (laughs) I'm glad glad things turned out well and he got ownership. It it was, dude, what a long story to get such a happy ending. I mean, there's going to be a movie about this. There will be. Let's make a movie about this, Nick. Yes, right now. I mean, we're already at the location. We just need to get the permits. We need to get the permits that the village people didn't actually get because now New York City, for some reason, needs, like, permits to film in the village. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, write, Thanks, it, we'll write it Obama. all around. We'll, we'll write it all around the, the timeline of, the, like, the original lineup. So the movie will be five hours long because it'll be from 1977 to 79, and then from 79 to 80, and then 81 to 82, and then 82 to 84, and then 84 to 85, 87 to 90, 90 to 95, 95 to 2013, 2013 yeah, Steve, to 2017. Yes, we all know numbers. No, we were just covering it until, like, 1981, and then we skipped to, like, you know, 40 years later. When and then we had the, the the you know end credit scene where we digitally age the actors and uh, the whoever's playing Victor Willis shakes the hand of uh, of President Kamala Harris and <laughs> accepts the induction into the Hall of Fame. Well, guys, that's that's the YMCA. I, that's the village I, people, and that's your happy ending. I think we've offended just about everyone we're going to offend in this episode. Yeah, we've, we've checked every box. And I'm also so glad that this episode was, in fact, no shorter than any other episode we normally do. Yep. I really thought it was only going to be 30 minutes. There's I, so <laughs> much to say. There's so much to say, and I'm There's glad so we said it all. There's so much that wasn't said. There was so much wasn't said, I feel. We'll do a, maybe we'll do part two. Who knows? No, oh, uh, no, 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 that's okay. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> we're, we're good on the YMCA by the Village people. Um, but in the meantime, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, everyone. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check me out personally at Nick Brigadier on Instagram and Twitter. Fun stuff happening there. Check out Dabber Devil Productions. Um, I recently updated the... Uh, show about coworkers page to uh, add all of the many accolades and legitimate positive reviews from the press that that web series got starring our very own Stephen Drollinger. Uh, so check that out uh, while you're on Dapper Devil Productions. And um, Mr. Mike Russell, where can we find you? Yes, you can find me on my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrMar.dot. And uh, yeah, like Nick said, check out all of our stuff. Come on by, watch some things on Dapper Devil Podcasts and. Uh, why don't you tell us what your favorite activity to do at the YMCA is? 
I want is every it? response to be have sex with men. <laughs> Nick, the YMCA is where you can play racquetball, where you can lift weights, or you could make love with another person. That's okay. That's I'm Steve. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at, at your man Trollo and on uh, the Dapper Devil Productions website and my personal website, stephenchandra.com. And yeah, like Nick and Mike said, um, what actually, you know say? what? Don't do any. Actually, you know what? Don't do anything Nick and Mike said. Please. Please, God, don't. Fair enough. Um,. Well, thank you so much for joining us at the YMCA this week. We had a really great time doing all the variety of activities there. And until next week, I'm Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. Ooh, and I'm a macho man. Hey, Steve. Uh, yeah. We'll see you next week. Take care. Macho macho man. Steve's gonna be a macho man. Take good care of yourself, you belong to me.